Paul and Barnabas separate. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. It's Tuesday, and we're moving on and completing our study in Acts chapter 15 today. That means we'll be moving on into chapter 16. Um, But uh, before we do that, we've got... um, some loose ends to tie up in chapter 15, and kind of an important section. Uh, We're going to be looking today at verses 36 through 40, and it is in this place uh, that Paul and Barnabas decide it is best that they go on their separate ways. Um, Anytime you have um, ministry partners who have had such dynamic ministry together for the Lord, um, and there is a separation. There's grief and pain involved in that. And I imagine that though there were places of deep disagreement between uh, Paul and Barnabas, pulling away, separating from being co-workers in Christ's field together, uh, laboring for the kingdom, uh, going through the challenges together, They're, they already, up to this point, um, about halfway through the book of Acts, they've had so many experiences in ministry together, and yet they discern that it's best for them to part ways. That's tough. That's tough. Um, In my own ministry life, there were many seasons of having to leave behind close ministry partners that I had been in the trenches of kingdom work with for years and years, and had um, such a wealth of experiences and stories and testimonies of God's mighty working and um, man there's grief (laughs) and it still gets me sometimes the grief um, of leaving behind those friendships and those partnerships is tough to do um, because you know the next place you go means rebuilding new alliances and new friendships and new connections and new uh, bridges to new work and (laughs) That's never easy, but it's always good. And um, so in my own heart, even though we've not read the passage yet, I I believe I can really resonate with what uh, Paul and Barnabas uh, were going through. And maybe you can too. Maybe you've been in Christian ministry in the local church as a volunteer, um, as a just a Christian disciple living out the call of Christ in your life, and you've partnered with others and for whatever reason, had to go on to uh, doing things uh, apart from each other. Um, there's a grief in that, and that's very tough. Um, and so maybe there's much for us to learn as we unpack this story together. Before we do, let's go before the Father. Uh, Lord God, we love you. Um, we're grateful once again that we can come before you today, and we can read and study your word together. Ah, Lord, um, these moments are like an oasis for our souls. And we come hungry and we just want to draw close to your heart. We love you, Lord, and we're trusting in you. Speak through your word as you always do. In your name, amen. All right, Acts 15, 36 through 40. And after some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us return and visit the brothers in every city where we proclaim the word of the Lord and see how they are. Now Barnabas wanted to take with them John called Mark, but Paul thought best not to take 
with them, one who had withdrawn from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them uh, to the work. And there arose a sharp disagreement so that they separated from each other. Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas and departed, having been commended by the brothers to the grace of the Lord. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. Now, uh, what Luke tells us here is that this disagreement arose about who should go with them. (laughs) Not so much where they were going or what they were doing. Perhaps Barnabas was not being honest with Paul or with himself about what he was really feeling led to do. And perhaps that discussion would have led to the discerning realization that was time to go their separate ways. And Paul was being called to this mission field and Barnabas to this mission field. And, hey, I'm going to take this guy with me and I'm going to take this guy with me. But instead, the separating occurred as the result of a conflict that Luke indicates pretty clearly wasn't resolved. Um, Barnabas heads off to Cyprus and he takes John Mark with him. And Paul is uh, at the suggestion of Barnabas that John Mark should come with him. Paul kind of not feeling that because he says, well, hey, you know, he stayed behind while we went out and did the work. If he was invested in what we were doing, he would have come along with us. So I don't think he's the guy. Barnabas gets upset about that and uh, the kerfuffle ensues and this is where they uh, decide to go their separate ways and Barnabas takes Mark with him and hauls off to Cyprus and Paul chooses Silas and uh, they depart um, having been commended by the brothers to the grace of the Lord. Um, In other words, the brothers in Jerusalem, the other apostles have put their seal of apostolic approval on Paul's ministry as a co-apostle. And they have um, commissioned him for the work. They have appointed him to that work. And they uh, bless him in that work. And so he and Silas go um, back through Syria and Cilicia with this mission in mind to strengthen the churches. Now, Paul was a pastor's pastor. Uh, He was committed to going into these places Uh, and launching the work of the church, the kingdom, and then going back through these places to offer uh, encouragement to the believers and to the leaders there so that he might strengthen, encourage them, and keep them growing, keep them focused on the gospel, and keep them from falling prey to heresy and all of these things. And you'll see as the years go on and as Paul's work spreads, to many, many places in the world. He can't always be in each of those places. And so that's when the letters would begin to be sent. Paul would send a letter to Ephesus or to Philippi or to Colossae or uh, to Thessalonica or all of these things, uh, to Corinth. And the letters are his way of continuing 
this work of strengthening the churches. So he was a pioneer church planter. He'd go in, start the work. He'd equip some people to stay behind and to carry it on. And then he would come back through and he would strengthen the leaders and strengthen the body and make sure that they were on the right trajectory. And that was his calling. That was his ministry. That was his expertise. He was a church planter, church growth guy. And um, thank God (laughs) that he was those things uh, because his pioneering efforts led to the spread of the Christian gospel across the known world, really into almost every place on earth at that time uh, with very few limitations. And then those communities carried on the work of discipleship and and the call of Jesus in Acts chapter 1 verse 8 that they would go into all the world uh, and make disciples and the call of the Great Commission in Matthew 28. Um, And so Paul pioneered so much Christian work and then his true ministry, I believe, in addition to launching churches was caring for those in ministry and encouraging and strengthening them. Paul had a very clear sense of his gifts and calling, and he stayed uh, within those gifts and within that calling and had beautiful, beautiful impact for the kingdom of God. Many of us wrestle uh, to understand what our gifts and what our calling is in Christ. And uh, we volunteer at church, and maybe we find a few things that interest us, and we do those things, and we enjoy doing those things, but they're not tapping that place of deep passion. And I encourage you, my friends, that the ministry God has established for you will absolutely intersect with your deep passion. It will be an expression of your deep passion because that is the place where your true gifts lie. And that is the place that God has gifted you to be effective for him. Maybe it's the arts. Maybe it's music. Maybe it's counseling. Maybe it's caring for the broken. Maybe it's Uh, mobilizing teams. Maybe it's international missions. Maybe it's the ministry of prayer. Maybe it's Bible study leadership. Maybe it's uh, speaking. Maybe it's evangelism. Whatever your gift may be, it will intersect with your place of deep passion. I'm convinced of that because who God made you to be is how he has equipped you to be a vessel for the kingdom. I hope that's of encouragement to you today, my friends, and uh, continue pressing on in the Lord. I'm grateful that you took time out of your day to study with us, and we'll be back at it again tomorrow, Lord willing. God bless.